The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Are you in network with my lousy insurance plan? It's a question we get all the time. Well, if you're not in network, that can be actually one of the most difficult and challenging questions to handle from a new patient. Well, we're gonna talk about that today on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. And what if you are in network for some reason with this horrible insurance plan? Well, that should be a no-brainer. You should be able to get that patient in immediately, right? Because your answer is yes, yes, yes. Come right on in. Well, wait a minute, cowboy. It's not always that easy, as we'll find out on today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Welcome. I am your co-host, Dr. Richard Amato. Actually, today I'm your only host because Dave's still on a little break, and we don't have a guest co-host today, but that's okay. I'm going to handle it, and I promise you, you will love this episode of the Dental Practice Fixers. Lots of great stuff for you. Before we get into it, I just wanna remind you, if you are not using Fat Merchant for your credit card processing, you're really, you're seriously throwing away money every single month. They do not charge the overage percentage every time a patient pulls out their credit card. They just charge a low, flat monthly fee, and you will save money. How much? Hundreds, thousands, millions, well, it depends on your practice, but if you go to matto.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E, you can find out from somebody at Fat Merchant how much you could save every single month in your dental practice. So do it. We use Fat Merchant at the Matto Center. You should use it in your dental practice as well. Matto.com slash save. Hey, did any of you out there in dental podcast land catch a recent webinar. It was called 10 Ways, I'm not, I'm gonna get this title wrong, I know it. <laughs> it's 10 Ways to Provide an Incredibly Phenomenally Great Amazing Patient Experience, something like that. It, it essentially, um, it was 10 things you can do in your practice right now, things that don't cost anything to provide your patients with an incredible experience in your office, the kind of experiences that will set your practice apart from everyone else's, the kind that will get patients to refer others, to stay in your practice, to accept their treatment, all those great things that we want people to do. Cultivate a loyal patient pool who loves your practice and really, really respects the dentistry that you provide. So check it out, it's actually on our Dental Practice Fixers YouTube channel. So if you just go to YouTube and search for Dental Practice Fixers, you can see that replay of the entire webinar, 10 ways to create an incredibly, amazingly memorable patient experience in your practice. And while you're there, you can actually watch the podcasts on video. Does that make any sense? I know we always think of podcasts as an audio medium, but we video our podcasts as well, so you can go on YouTube and watch them. It's even that much more fun. So just go to YouTube, search for The Dental Practice Fixers, see all the back episodes of the podcast, and also this webinar about ways to create an incredible patient experience in your practice. There's some other webinars on there as well. So all kinds of good things. I'll just share something real quickly. Um, one of the things that we talked about in that webinar, 
comes from my good friend, Dr. Bob Pick. He's a periodontist in the Chicago area. Incredible practice. He's just been helping other dentists do great things for years too. And he takes the night call one step further. You know when a patient had something in your practice? I used to draw the line in my practice that if a patient had an injection, they were on the night call list. I don't care what the procedure was. It could have, it could have been a tiny occlusal pit composite, but if they wanted to get an injection, so any that and everything above, they got a call from me in the evening to see how they were doing, and it's great. Dr. Pick takes it one step further. He does what's called the Pick post-procedural video, where instead of doing a call, he and his assistant will just record a tiny video message. It could be 30 seconds. Hey, Ginny, this is Dr. Pick, and I'm here with Kim. It was great seeing you today. We're so happy that your procedure went well. We just want to check in to make see how things are doing. If you have any questions or problems, please, you can just shoot us a text right back at this number. Um, if not, we'll assume things are going well, and we'll see you next week for your check. Whatever it is. I mean, just a simple message. And then he texts that video to his patients. So they're sitting at home. The, the night of surgery, or maybe, you know, if it were in the evening, the day after, whenever you decide to time it, they get a text from their doctor with a personal video, and you can give post-op instructions, whatever you want, a personal video to see how you are. Now, that is truly a wow, 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 wow experience. The PPPV, pick post-procedural video. So that tips on that webinar, along with a lot of other great things. Check it out, please. It's for you. It's free. Whatever. Everything's free, right? Isn't everything free these days? Everybody wants everything for free. So go to our YouTube channel. Everything there is free. Okay. Now we got a great question from a listener to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast that's along the lines of what I was talking about when we first went on air. And I'll just read it to you. It says, Dear Dental Practice Fixers, it seems like lately we have been getting a lot of calls from new patients who want to know if we take their insurance. And some of the time, they are plans that we don't participate in. If I tell them no, that's in quotes, if I tell them no, they just say thanks and move on to the next office. One of my colleagues at the front desk used to work in an office where if they didn't take the plan, they would ask the patient to come in for, uh, I'm doing air quotes again, free benefits check knowing that they weren't on the plan. That doesn't seem 100% honest to me, but I don't want to automatically lose the patient. What do you think? Do you have a good answer to this question? Thanks for your insights. Miffed in Minnesota. Wow, you're actually miffed in Minnesota. I like that. It could have been like puzzled in Pennsylvania or uh, ostensibly going crazy in Ohio. I like miffed in Minnesota. Good alliteration there. So, Miffed in Minnesota, stumped in St. Paul, <laughs> growling in Grand Rapids, whatever you want to call it. This is a tough question. It's pretty much been around for decades. What do you do when a patient calls and asks if you are on their plan and you're not a network with that plan? Do you just say no? Do you, do you try to get them in for some kind of BS free benefits check, knowing that you're about to bait and switch them? Now, you know, it's funny. I, I talked several times about our webinar um, ways to really provide memorably amazing patient experiences in your practice. Well, I can tell you one way to provide a memorably bad experience in your practice is to lie to the patient right off the bat or do some kind of bait and switch. It's never good because, look, 
You tell them come in for the free benefits check or whatever kind of crazy line you're using. Then they get there and you have to tell them, no, we don't participate. We're not in that network. Well, you should have known that right from the get-go, right? If you didn't know that, that's bad. If you did know it, you bait and switched me to get me to come in. That's probably worse. So you can't do that. You can't BS people. It's just not right. Let's treat people how we would want to be treated. Okay, so what's the right answer? Should we be completely honest, say no, knowing that pretty much 100% of the time, that would be the last time you ever hear from that patient? Well, it's always good to be honest, but here's something else. Remember, you are not in network, but chances are, 90% plus chance, you can still see that patient. You can make any kind of fee arrangement you like with them, have them pay full fee, use care credit, whatever you like, and then submit to their insurance, even as a non-network provider, and then have the patient get reimbursed. It's totally, totally legit. It's extremely ethical, and you're allowed to do it. And let's face it, that patient might have been super referred to your practice, and they want to come in hell or high water, no matter what insurance plan they have. So let's give at least give them the opportunity to do that. Well, how do you do it? Well, we've got this little phrase for a dentist that does not participate in this in this patient's network, yet you would still be glad to see them and then submit the paperwork, charge them your fee, have them be reimbursed, whatever your arrangement is. You are an unrestricted provider, which means that you can see any patient you like, whether you participate with their insurance or not. It's a great phrase, and it describes pretty much all of us. We are unrestricted providers. We are not restricted to what patients we can see, even if we're not in network. Now, don't just stop there, because then again, it becomes a bait and switch. So let them know what that means. It's a great question, Joan. We're actually an unrestricted provider, which means we can see any patients we like, whether or not we are in network with that insurance plan. Now, we don't, do not happen to be in network with that plan, but we can still see you. And that means that we would charge you our regular fee and we'd assist with the paperwork and you would be reimbursed by your insurance plan, whatever their fee schedule designates. So, you know, whatever it is, you can paraphrase me, um, but use a terminology. Now, granted, most people will not do it because most people know if they go in network, they'll have no copay for preventive and you know very low, low fees for everything else. So most people will not do it. But sometimes somebody worse will, especially if they were super referred to you. You know, five friends said this is the greatest practice in the world. They want to go there and they're willing to put up with that inconvenience and expense of going to you, even though you're not in network. So the point is you never know. So let's present our best to every single patient. And our best is we are an unrestricted provider. We're not in network with that particular insurance plan, but the good news is we can still see you and here's how it works. Now, some people will make the appointment, most won't. But it still wouldn't hurt to get their contact information and say, oh, we're, we're so sorry that you're choosing not to come in. I'll tell you what, may we have your name and your email address and phone number so we can stay in touch because you might decide that other practice isn't for you and you want to come to us one day. We'll, um, you know, we'll send you out informative emails and stay in touch with you. We won't ever use your name and, you know, sell it to any other list or provide it to anyone else. We just don't do that. But, it's, you know, be great to get to know you a little better, whatever it is. If you can, get their contact information. You never know what's going to happen. They could change insurances. They could go to the in-network in office and have a horrible experience. You just never know. So if you can, please get their insurance information. Okay, what do you think? Are we ready to do some mystery shopper calls? We're going to do a bunch of calls with that very question. 
asking if you are in network with my insurance. We're ready. We're going to do a few. We'll analyze them. It should be fun. Before I hit um, Command Central for the first call, I just want to remind you that if you are not recycling your dental scrap, you are absolutely, actually throwing money away. That stuff is valuable. And uh, precious metals are really at a high price right now. We have some offices that are recycling their scrap uh, with, with Southern Dental Refining, our favorite company, and they are literally getting thousands of dollars. They're getting a check for several thousand dollars mailed to them because they chose to recycle their scrap. And if you're dealing with one of the big boys, you're not getting nearly what you should. They have high overhead, they have commissioned sales reps, they've got four page spreads and all the throwaway dental journals. Well, who's paying for that? You are because no matter what percentage they tell you, they've got service fees and all these other hidden BS fees. Don't do it. Go where you'll get paid the most, Southern Dental Refining. Just go to matto.com slash gold, matto.com slash G-O-L-D and find out where to get the best money for your scrap. Okay, let's have some fun. Let's do some mystery shopper calls. I'm going over here to Command Central and we're going to ask that question. Do you participate in my horrible insurance plan? Let's hit it. Call number one. Uh, yeah, hi. Are you seeing new patients? Yes. Yeah, and do you take um, federal government care first PPO? Yes. You do? Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that call lasted all of 18 seconds. Was she nice? Yes, super nice. Even had some enthusiasm in her voice. Um, and I asked the leading question of all leading questions, the question that every dental practice wants to be asked, are you taking new patients? You notice what she said? Yes. That's great. I mean, she could have elaborated a little more, but still, I was feeling positive. Yes. Do you take my horrible insurance plan? Yes. So they took this PPO. They were in network. And then she just said, okay, thank you. Boom. And have a nice weekend or whatever. She said, no attempt whatsoever at getting this patient who is in network with your insurance. No attempt whatsoever of getting this patient in the door. Again, she seemed nice. She seemed enthusiastic, but guess what? We're going to have to give her an F. And everybody that's a, a regular listener of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast knows that her next line should have been, we'd love to see you. Can you come in tomorrow at 2 p.m.? Or if that's not good for you, we have Monday at 11.30 a.m. Which works best for you? One of the key points that we keep driving home all the time. And nobody seems to do it. As the call's winding down and you've answered their questions and it's make it or break a time, offer two good choices to get them in the door. As a patient, in your practice. She got no information. This patient's lost and gone forever. It's like they never existed. Okay. Let's try another one here. See, could they have done any better? Let's see, same question. Let's see how this office does. This is Brittany speaking. How may I help you? Hi, Brittany. Are you seeing new patients? Sorry? Are you taking new patients right now? Yes, we are. Good. And do you take the um, Care First Federal PPO, Federal Government PPO? Care First PPO, Federal Government PPO? Right. Yes, we accept that. Good. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Did you want to schedule an appointment or are you going to call us back with that? I'll call you right back. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Excellent. All right. Thanks. Did you have any other questions? 
Um, no, not really. I mean, I, I think I might need a crown. I'm not sure exactly what that is, but I guess I could discuss that when I came in. Yep, definitely. Okay. All right. Well, just give us a call back whenever you're ready, okay? Cool. Thank you. Bye. No problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. No problem. Have a good one. I'll have a great one. You have no idea who I am. You made no attempt to get me in. I'm not coming to your office. I'm going to have a good one. How about you? You should not be having a good one. Wow. That was unbelievable. Now, um, she started out again enthusiastically. Are you seeing new patients? Yes, of course. That's great. Um, and then she takes the insurance. But then you're supposed to offer two choices, but she offered the two wrong choices. Would you like to schedule or do you want to call us back? Why give the patient the option of calling back? That made no sense. Do you want to schedule or do you want to call us back? I just didn't get it. She was there. She was right there. She got so close. She could have done it, but instead she gave bad choices. And I said, I'll call back. And then she didn't say thank you or goodbye. There was like this little kind of hesitation, a little uncomfortable pregnant pause. She didn't know what else to say. She could have saved the day at that time. She could have said, I'll tell you what, why don't we make an appointment for you? We can see you then or we can see you then, which is better. She could have saved the day. But then she came back with, do you have any other questions? Not horrible, not great. But then I kept leading her and I gave her another chance. I said, yes, I have a question. Uh, I know that I need a crown, blah, 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 blah. But what happened? She kind of answered the question and then boom, have a nice day. See you later. Oh, man. She had several opportunities to turn this call in the right direction and just couldn't do it. Then in the end, she kind of determined that I wasn't coming in and she laughed at me a little bit and said, okay, just call us back, see you later, knowing that I was never going to come in. And she actually sounded relieved. So I'm sorry. She kind of started the call with a lot of potential, but ended it very poorly. She actually quasi ended it very poorly, then revived it. She threw a life raft out and then still, still let the patient drown. So Unfortunately, it's going to have to be an F, I hate to say. Okay, let's try another one. Same question, same story, same old song and dance. Can they get it right this time? Uh, hi, are you taking new patients? Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. And do you take the um, Care First Federal Government PPO? Yes, we do. Yes, we participate with them as well. Uh, and what does that mean exactly? Uh, it means that we um, have a contract or an agreement with the um, insurance and um, we follow their um, um, fee schedules uh, as well as and we comply with the patient's, um, let's say, policies or plans or so we don't charge our fees. We just do go with the insurance. Oh, that's good. Great. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that explanation. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much now. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Uh, you too. Bye. Have a great day. I'm going to have a great day. Not going to be having it in your office, unfortunately. You know, I think her explanation, and again, let's face it, most lay people, most potential patients don't really know what it means that you are a provider with this insurance plan that you're in network, any of that stuff. So I just, you know, they, it was established that this office took the network. Then I just asked a pretty innocent question. What does that mean? She starts saying things about contracts and agreements and compliances. I didn't need to know that. I need to know something very positive. What does that mean? Well, it's great news for you. 
It means that all your preventive care, your examinations, your cleanings, your necessary x-rays, they're all covered 100%. You don't have to pay anything for those. It also means that if you should need more services, um, we treat you on a discounted fee schedule. You get all the fantastic treatment that we do at our practice, but because you're on this plan, it will actually cost you a lot less. Let's get you in as a new patient. We could, you know, we're, make it sound really great. This is fantastic. You're on this plan. We take this plan. This is a match made in heaven. Unfortunately, she pretty much did the opposite. Okay. We need to find somebody that doesn't take the plan to see how they handle the call. So let's try one more call. One more call on this week's Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Let's do it right now. Okay. Thank you. I got cut off, I think, but she answered with the immediate hold, please. I love when the call starts with can you please hold and no on hold music. So I'm not sure if she hung up or exactly what's going on here. How long do you let someone hold? But I'll just patiently wait. <laughs> I was talking during the call too, so I'm like double talking. Ay, this is, this is torture. It's worse because of the silence. Forty seconds. I would have hung up at this point, especially with no one hold. Thank no. you for holding. I can help you. Oh uh, yeah, are you taking new patients? We are. And I want to see if you take my insurance. I know it's some kind of PPO. It's um, uh, Care First with the federal government. We are not in network with the Care First uh, insurance plans. Got it. So I should find somewhere else then? So that's up to you. What we do is Dr. is in network with Delta Dental only. You would pay in full at the time of service. We'd send the claim to the insurance for you, and they would reimburse you. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that information. No problem. Do you want to go ahead and schedule, or are you going to look around? I'm probably going to find somebody that takes that insurance, actually. Understandable. Thank you so much. You have a I, good day. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Uh -huh. Sure. Bye. Okay. They weren't in network. She handled the call pretty well. She wasn't really that negative. She explained... You know, she could have done a little better, but let's not be nitpicky here. She explained what would happen if I came in, and then she did what somebody else did too. She gave, she gave two choices, but one of the choices was get lost. She said, do you want to schedule or do you want to look around? Well, why give somebody that choice? It, it seems like when you give somebody a choice, most people kind of migrate to the easiest choice. So what's easier, scheduling or looking around? I want to look around. And then she said, I don't blame you. Oh my God, she did not even want me as a patient. So again, she, she wasn't bad. She didn't say the unrestricted provider and, and make it seem really, really fantastic for me to come in. She didn't say that I'll get great treatment there and I'll love doctor, whoever the doctor's name is. And we, you know, she didn't sell the office at all. So maybe that's kind of a high level skill, but still she could have done it knowing that I'm not on their plan. The only way I'm gonna come in is if she really sells me on it, but she made no attempt to do that, but she gave a reasonable explanation for what would happen if I came in. And then she said, do you wanna schedule? I was getting all excited. Or do you wanna look around? And then I said, I think I'll look around. And she said, I don't blame you. I'm never, ever, ever going to that office. I'm so sorry. She seemed nice, but the grade will have to be 
and F. And that's going to do it for today. I am Dr. Richard Maddow and want to thank you so much for listening to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Please, wherever you're listening, give us a good rating, a thumbs up on YouTube, a five star on one of the podcast services. Tell your friends and we'd love to hear from you with a question. It's info, I-N-F-O at Maddow.com. Once again, thanks so much for being part of the Dental Practice Fixers family and I'll see you soon.